ready. Politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 hey! Welcome in to the Mark Harvard Podcast. I'm Brandon. I've been told, let's go. So let's do this thing. (laughs) We've got a lot going on on the show today. We're going to talk a little bit about how apparently we we might be flying a little close to the uh, culinary sun there, Icarus. So we've got that coming up. Also, we've got new movie news. And uh, first and foremost, let me introduce... A, uh, a person that's a good friend of mine, good friend of the show, good friend of the program now, and uh, also uh, one of my favorite co-hosts, Miss Stephanie Plum's on with us this week. Welcome in, Steph. Woohoo! Thanks for having me. It's been a while. It has been I'm a little back. bit. I, I wormed my way back in. You remembered the way in, huh? Yeah, I did. I opened the door and <laughs> just, it was unlocked, so. Yeah, well, well it's just because we weren't watching. We Okay, so... We've got a cat, a little orange cat named uh, Sam. I'm and sorry. This cat is not little. I've seen photos. This, okay, this cat's gigantic. I think there's some it's sort of part mountain main, lion. Mount, Maine Coon sort of, yeah. This thing's like a one-year-old giant cougar. But This cat's only one years old? Yeah, yeah, one. This, is, this, this cat is as big as Jack, if not bigger. Yes! This thing's huge! <laughs> okay, so... so so uh, Sam's big thing is that he likes to wait inside the door. He's he's determined that he wants to go outside. And we live out here kind of in the woods. And so he goes outside, he dies. I mean, that's just, right. you know, <laughs> it's like Australia out there. Everything out there is trying to kill you. There are coyotes. There's all kinds of stuff. So we, and there, we have an outside cat, too, named Joe that's out there. And uh, Joe, we got Joe with the house, basically. Joe is a wild cat that's out there um and so last night sam got out uh we had you know just somebody op- somebody opened the door and wasn't ready and sam went Pew! out sam goes outside comes face to face with the outside cat the outside cat says nuh-uh you don't smack sam across the face Sam turns around and bolts back inside. Now, whenever we approach the door, Sam hits the other end of the house. He's like, nope, <laughs> don't learned. want any of that in me. I have had a taste of freedom and I did not like it. Nope, that did not work out well for me. It was not as much fun as I thought it'd be. So, Well, thank goodness for Joe. Exactly. Yeah, Joe Joe is from the streets. So... <laughs> yeah, Joe will uh, Joe will regulate if, if need be. But uh, but yeah, and we had, we actually was uh, it was our our sitters it was the person that was keeping Jack last night. Jenny and I actually went to a concert last night. We uh, were celebrating uh, a couple of days early, celebrating our anniversary, and went to go see Toad the Wet Sprocket in concert. Um, you know, I'm a big '90s guy. You know, I was in concert in the '90s. I mean, I was in college in the '90s. Uh, I was the demo, and so so I was one of the 40s and 50 year old people at uh, Iron City last night seeing Toad the Wet Sprocket. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was it was fun though. I mean, like, I knew, how was that? I knew every single song. It was great. But <laughs> you know, I saw uh, okay. So he's 40 year old at the concert. I saw a meme that said, "You know, you're getting old when you take all of your drugs after the concert is over." Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Got to take. He got to take the Advil. <laughs> well, we looked. We looked twice at it because we're like, this thing doesn't start till eight o'clock. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm expected to be up after nine. <laughs> Come on. You uh. need to have a talk with. You need to have a talk with my four year old because she is. She has been pushing bedtime. We have been going to bed at nine o'clock at night because she's actually started napping again at school. Uh oh. And it's pushed bedtime back. And I've like, basically I've been begging her teachers to not let her nap. (laughs) (laughs) So like nine o'clock bedtime, a year of this. So, okay. We've made one of the parent, one of parenting's worst uh, mistakes. And we've given Jack, um, we've gave, we gave Jack one of our old, our old iPhones. It's like a four or five. And it, it, he wants to watch YouTube. And so the only things on this phone, because, you know, there's no data plan with it. It's just, like, Wi-Fi. Uh, he can watch right. it in the house. And the only thing on it is YouTube for kids. And Jenny downloaded this app called, and I'm scrolling through my phone to find it. It's called Just Talk for Kids. Okay. And it's a kid's, almost like, it's kind of like FaceTime. And All it opens right. up this All little right. interface. And there's, like, a picture of me, a picture of Jenny. And, you know, whoever else, we, we set it up. So, and Jenny's big thing is she wants to set it up so he can talk, talk to his cousins or whatever. Mm-hmm. He can video chat with them. Because uh, he, he he likes to do sort of that. So, <laughs> apparently, earlier this evening, Jack got his phone that was left in his room and decided he would rather just video chat from his bedroom to tell us <laughs> that uh, he was still hungry <laughs> than, you know, come and tell <laughs> us that he was still hungry. Wow. So Jenny's phone goes, and she she picks it up. She goes, yes, Jack. Mommy, I am starving. (laughs) Really? Well, let's see if, you know, Daddy Uber Eats will bring you a piece of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. So and, and today, man. For real, man. Luckily, we got groceries. But which was <laughs> which, which wasn't a you know that's a thing now. Groceries is a thing now. Uh, we're get we're seeing shelves that aren't getting stocked anymore. I have been just I've been stocking up on stuff even when I know I've got and I know I'm contributing to the problem. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hoarding. I'm not we're saying, buying like we're throwing I'm not air, air like quotes up for hoarding. Of, I'm not buying like 20 packs of toilet paper every time I go to the store, but I am buying packs of paper towels and a pack of toilet paper, regardless of whether I need it or not, because I know the crazies out there are going to start eventually buying like eight things of toilet paper every time they go. And I am not going to be caught off guard this time because I'm still reeling from 2020 when that happened. Yeah. I mean, and we finally used up the last of the toilet paper that we got, but, (laughs) but I'm seeing yeah, there there's certain like, I guess pre-wrapped food things that aren't making it all off the truck. But also, I actually walked through a Best Buy the other day, and I started looking around, thinking, "Is this place about to close?" Because like entire mm-hmm. shelving sets sets were like completely um empty. They were like where yeah. TVs are supposed to go and stuff, and it's because of all the chips and everything. But uh, they're saying now that if uh, if if you're gonna do Christmas. Yeah, you best get on it now. Yeah, if you want any kind of electronics for Christmas, you got to get them now. And toys for kids, that's, I'm seeing it not just from like the, it's not just coming, what's making me like concerned is that I'm not seeing it just from 
news outlets. I'm not watching CNN, Fox, NBC 13, like whatever, like whatever your news sources. It's not the news stations alone that are saying it. It's the stores themselves mm -hmm. also sending out emails saying, we don't know if we're going to get any more in. So yeah. here's, here are our sales now. And if we get more in and we're able to do better sales around Black Friday, we'll price match. But at this right point, now, this is what looks, we got. It looks like, um, with the supply chain issues and interruptions, this holiday season really could be disastrous for some for some people. So for, it could some be. families may have some some things that, that that are rough. Yeah, I've already ordered Christmas presents for the girls. My my adult family members they don't care. I mean, they'll get it. They'll understand mm -hmm. if if things don't show up when they're supposed to, but. But my my four year old and my one year old are not going to understand, and so I am already working on that. We're I'm trying to do everything I can. We're about to get uh, Jack taken care of, um, and I've got a couple of other things that I've just you know over the course of the year you grab things because it reminds you of someone. It's actually it's a legitimate thoughtful gift. So, right. You know, I've actually a got very, a few of those. I have a very, I do have a very thoughtful gift for my brother-in-law. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and he's the only one. So it could be that <laughs> that Margaret Shelton and John Michael are the only people who get Christmas presents from me this year. Sorry. Sorry, guys. But, but blame the supply chain. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's the supply chain. I will say, though, that one of the presents that I ordered for Shelton, I ordered it because I was nervous about the supply chain. And then I ordered it and that morning literally that afternoon i got a notification that it had shipped and not just uh the the shipping label had been printed notification it was it was in it route. was shipped it was it was en route to me wow. so i i sent a screenshot of it of the notification to my dad and i said so much for supply chain issues i guess they were pulling my chain uh uh, uh, uh. Go ahead and find the CSI <sighs> Miami. Dun, dun. No, that's that's Law and Order SVU. <laughs> I don't ever watch those shows. You no. know this. I know, I know. You know I don't do crime drama. They're all the same. <laughs> they are all. They the are same. all the same. Mm. So, okay, so with with the, with the supply chain issues, certain things are being more are more and more in demand. Um, there, I found this article that I was going to run past you. Have you seen where they're calling as seen on TikTok as the new as seen on TV? I have not. Like TikTok is now driving specific products now. Apparently there was like a pair of like yoga pants that was big for like a nanosecond. But now there's all kinds of like candy that is, is being used in like TikTok challenges that now everybody apparently wants now. And there's a hashtag, hashtag TikTok made me buy it, where people oh, are getting, man. you know, leggings and different purses and cleaners. Apparently, there's a brand of feta cheese that is now the TikTok feta cheese that you use for this or there's that. There's TikTok feta. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, real. So, uh, yeah, they're saying there's all kinds of different uh, uh, brands that people that do TikTok have gravitated to, and that's becoming the new as seen on TV. That is, I'm too old for this. I'm just now starting to figure out how to buy things through Instagram. 
What you can what? I don't even. I, and now I got to now. You can buy things through you Instagram. Can, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Are you being legit with me right now? I didn't it's know you could buy these things on Instagram. No. Yes, you could. Yeah. Yes, you could. What? You could shop. Sh- you could shop through Instagram. You just click a link and it just and you buy things. Like the where it says where it says link in bio, and you just click on that. No. Do you watch stories in Instagram at all? No. No. Okay. I, I don't. Well, then I don't. Know. I, I don't. <laughs> then there's your problem. There. Occasionally you I'll buy pr- things. Occasionally I produce one, but it's it's just me redoing the TikTok or the uh, or the Facebook story that I've used on another platform, and I was yeah, I'll post it over here too. Nah, no. So on Instagram, that's where all of the influencers, which I guess they're now moving over to TikTok too. Who knows? But that's where they all they all talk about the products that they're being that they're being sponsored to sell to you, and then you can tap a well. You used to swipe up, but now you tap a link. Okay. And, and it'll take you to the product and the influencer gets a little kickback and you get the product and you don't ever really have to leave the app. You just shop and stuff. That's bizarre. Okay. I had no idea. I had no idea you could, yeah. find, you could, you could, um, I had no idea you could shop through Instagram. I, I bought something through Facebook today though. It was an advent calendar. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, I need it, to get an advent calendar for the girls. Yeah. You don't want I, to get the one I that need- I bought. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need the one I got. Okay. All right. Just saying. I'll take your word for it. I'm not even going to ask questions. You probably we'll just let that be. A, that's probably for we'll the let best. Let that be a mystery. That's probably <laughs> for the best. So, okay. When we get back, I've got a story for you. Um, I want you during this break. I want you to think a little bit. What is the worst date you've ever been on? The worst date you've ever been on. Mm. Because I may have it topped. Okay. This woman has uh, has has gone viral with her story of the world's worst first date, and uh, it's going all over the place. I, I, and I want to share this with you. That's coming up in, up in just a few minutes. Also, the good folks at Little Debbie. Oh, Little Debbie! So many so many weeks she is the woman crush of my woman crush Wednesday. Oh. Little Debbie, she's mm. dabbling in the world of ice cream now. Mm-hmm. Well, this is dangerous. That's on the way as well. Stick around. More coming up. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Miss Stephanie Plum hanging out with us this week. Don't go anywhere. The Mark Harvard Podcast. You know it's hot outside right now, but pretty soon you're going to be retreating inside and you're going to want to make sure that the air in your house is as clean as possible. And our buddies over at Excalibur Services can help you with that. They can help check your indoor air quality as well as your HVAC system. Air pollution can have a lot of negative effects on your home and your health if it's not properly maintained. And you need to entrust the experts to keep your home safe with the prompt professional attention that you deserve protect your hvac system and improve your home's air quality and your family's health by calling excalibur services 205-718-8688 205-718-8688 and tell them you heard about them right here on the mark harvard podcast we are so happy to have all things new counseling services as a member of the Mark Harvard Podcast family. Now, here's the thing. Life is not always easy. There are times when things change. We have to kind of adjust with that accordingly, and life can sometimes be overwhelming and frustrating, downright messy. 
If you're in one of these seasons in life, you need to call All Things New Counseling Services. They will come alongside you. They'll offer you strength, encouragement, and hope in the confines of a safe and therapeutic environment. Listen, I've known counselor Sharman Rutherford for a while now, and she is amazing and an amazing resource for people that need a little help getting through some of those valleys in life. So give them a call, 205-765-9155, or go by their website, All Things New counselingservices.com and tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Yeah, you know, if you're having a hard time, if you're uh, going through some struggles, and everybody does, you know, Everybody has those times in their life when they're trying to figure stuff out, you know? And uh, sometimes you need to talk to somebody. Charmin and the gang over at All Things New Counseling Services can help you out with that. Give them a, give them a call. Actually, you can get all the information at their website, allthingsnewcounselingservices.com, or you can swing by their office. It's over in, uh, in Tuscaloosa. It's a couple of blocks away from Capitol Park, if you know the area a little bit. But, uh, yeah, jump on their website and, uh, and make contact there. And uh, talk about some options there. And, uh, of course, be sure to let them know that you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. So we're hanging out with my friend Stephanie Plum. I muted you during the break. Did you notice? Did you feel suddenly powerless? I'm still muted. I had to unmute myself. Yes, you did. Yeah. And aren't you better for the experience? No, I'm not. I I feel tricked. Yeah, I feel cheated. Well, I'm crafty like that. I, I could have, I could have had like the best opening one-liner, and no, the world would never know. All because you decided to wield some power. I hedged my bets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you hedged correctly because I had nothing good ah, to say. Figured. So <laughs> Stephanie Plum's hanging out with us now. You may know Stephanie. You may, uh, if, if if you've been uh, been hanging out with me for a while, you know Stephanie. Stephanie and I hosted. Uh, the afternoon show on a uh, on a local Christian radio station in uh, in the state of Alabama for a while, wildly popular, award winning. Were we? Sure. Prove we weren't. <laughs> Prove that we weren't. You know. Okay. So, uh, all right, Stephanie. Before the break, we talked about uh, dates and the the worst first date we've ever had. Um, I. G- Okay. You got something? Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. I, no. Okay, I, I can throw stuff out. Um. So, okay, so I I had a package date in college, the Mark Harvard dating package that was like for first <laughs> dates. And it was, you know, we, I lived in Tuscaloosa. I was at the University of Alabama. We would drive to Birmingham. We'd go to dinner oh. at a place called The Mill that was down oh. at five points. It's now, it's been like eight different things since then. It's closed down. But it was nice at that point. And it was, you know, trendy and everything so we'd go to the mill and we'd go up to the vulcan monument and look look over the overlook the city the lights yeah look at you get off for a this is a first date if this were if it were around christmas time we'd drive around mountain brook which was like the ritzy part of birmingham at the time it still and is look at all of the fancy look at the lights. christmas lights this is this is a first date yes First date, you, First you date. drive the girl to Birmingham. What happens if the conversation just? Well, this this allowed stinks. you to talk, and but it also allowed you it gave you time to you know I'm just gonna look at the city for a bit. 
you know? But I also, I was also not a person that just approached somebody and asked them out. I always, you know, would, I, you know, there, there, there'd be a connect. We would have already hung out a little bit, just not in a date. True. This is True. The, I, this is, is the event that took it from being friendship to a possible romantic friendship. Mm. See, I never had a lot of those dates. I just, it was always just like, it, it was always a lot of my, most, most of my first dates were maybe we had met and hung out like once or twice in a big group of people didn't really know each other that well. Mm. See, mm. there you go. You did it wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you should have held out. You could have gotten so much more. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> or you could have been like this woman. Noted. You could have been like this woman. It's a story. Uh, it's uh, coming out of Nebraska because, you know, heaven forbid something bad come out of Nebraska. Uh, a woman uh, went viral with her story. She put this thing out on TikTok this past week, and she told the story of a date she had in 2011. Her name is Elise Myers. She's a content creator and a web developer, so she kind of she knows her stuff when it comes to the digital stuff. So she explained in the video that she had a first date that was the absolute worst first date known to man. You know, barring anything tragic or awful. Um, mm-hmm. She uh, she said she met her suitor, air quotes, suitor, on a dating app before driving to his house. Okay, first red flag. Uh, where right. she assumed they'd be meeting up and leaving for a restaurant. Instead, dude hops in her car, directs her to a Taco Bell drive through proceeds to order 100 crunchy tacos, not soft tacos, because apparently he's a sociopath, crunchy tacos. Worse yet, Meyer says he forgot his wallet, forcing her to shell out an estimated $149 on Taco Bell tacos. She says, this is happening. I'm committed to this now. It's happening. As Meyer went to explain, she and her date went back to his house where his dad was hanging out and started eating tacos at the kitchen table. Remember, once again, first date. We're eating hard-shell tacos in complete silence. So all you hear is the crunching of the chewing. <laughs> so, fi- <laughs> so finally, Myers says she decides to leave when her date's dad grabbed a taco and asked if she'd like to see his, quote, studio. Oh, yeah, no. Before, no. before fleeing, she also gathered up the remaining 94 tacos because I paid for them. Not surprisingly, the story has been viewed 16 million times. More surprisingly, however, are the women who have contacted Myers to say they have experienced nearly identical dates, possibly with the same man. What? One woman named Jen contacted Myers to ask where and when the date occurred because she had a similar experience. As it happened, Jen's date took place in California, where Myers was living in 2011 when she met her Taco Bell boy. Then uh, a drove of other women started telling her that they'd gone on the same date, and uh, so this is basically this guy's a pattern now. This is that's truly awful. Yeah, she said she uh, she was a naive eighteen year old who just you know wanted to go on a date because she could. She said I honestly felt like I needed to do whatever it took to get the date over with so I could leave safely. So that's why I bought all one hundred tacos. <laughs> wow. Uh, and she, when asked about what happened with the 94 leftover tacos, she said she ate all 94 of those soggy boys because she spent two weeks worth of grocery money at Taco Bell and she was not going to let it go to waste. I wouldn't either. <laughs> oh. Oh, and then on top of that, you're eating Taco Bell for days and days. Uh, 
you are going to be sick. I mean, yeah. that's... And this that's is not this, great. This is a serial guy. I mean, he's done this before. So he's used, basically using a dating app as Uber Eats. Right. Because they're picking him up, taking him to Taco Bell. They're paying for Taco Bell mm-hmm. and then taking him back home where he and his pop get to chow down on crunchy tacos in silence, apparently. In silence. I mean, I've been on a date where it's obvious that there's nothing there and it's going to be, this is not going to repeat itself. I've been on that date. And it's awkward. As have I. We all have. We've sure. all had that date where you're just like, oh, this is not. This is not going to translate. This is not going anywhere. Yeah. But we've, but we've ordered and the food hasn't come yet. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be a long night. See, I've also had the, that that version of that date. But it, it was it was like me and the girl I was dating, we went to, to dinner. We ordered and then she broke up with me. And then we sat there and ate our meal in silence because she started telling me how her day was. And I'm like, I care about this a lot less than I did 45 seconds ago. So, but I've had that kind of awkward date as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't wait for that one to get over with. But yeah. And that wasn't even at Taco Bell. Oh. So at what point, at what point would you have bailed on this date? I would have bailed on the date at let's meet at my house. I would have said, absolutely not. I don't know you. We'll meet at a neutral public location. That's where I would have bailed. That's that's smart. In today's culture, that's very smart. You don't go to someone's house. No. Where there's a basement. Not someone you don't know. But, <laughs> Full of orphan bones. There could be a basement. There could be an attic. There could be a hidden crawl space somewhere. You don't know. You don't go to... You do not go to strangers' houses. You just do not. You don't go to a place where there could be a human-sized deep freezer. Right. There you go. And I'm sure she didn't ask that before she maybe you agreed to the state. Maybe you don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. Oh, I want the answer to that <laughs> question, and I want it to be no. <laughs> so, yeah, that one's going around. And, and if, if you want to let us know about your bad date, bad first date, I posted this article over on the podcast's Facebook page. Go find it there and uh, let us know about your bad date. I would love to read your stories. I think this could be hilarious. I um, hope people have better bad first date stories than I do. I mean, mine were just like, a uh, conversation was not great. That's it. I, I didn't, I haven't, I had, I've been very lucky in that I haven't had any truly horrendous bad date experiences. I had one. Okay, 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 I can tell this. I can tell this vague enough to where <laughs> no one's going to, like, really, you know, unless you were, like, there, standing there watching this horrendous thing go down, you won't know. Okay, <laughs> and those people, yeah. So, okay, Um, I was involved uh, in the Wesley Foundation when I was in the mm-hmm. University of Alabama, and uh, we had a lot of, like, welcome events every year where like, incoming freshmen would come in and, uh, you know, make them feel welcome, show them, okay, yeah, we, we you know, we want you to be a part, you know, of our, of our group here, and we do this, and this is fun, and, you know, you know, we can help you, you know, do that and show you the ropes and all that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really good. It's like a little support system. It's, it's cool. So there was one girl one year, I guess, it was, it was probably my, my, my senior year, because it was when I was on the air on the radio uh, overnight on Saturday nights at an oldie station in Birmingham. So I was leaving Tuscaloosa and driving to Birmingham to be on the air. So 
I'm doing my shift and um and I'm doing my thing and the the request line rings and this is like three in the morning so you know no matter what radio station you're at the request line rings at three in the morning you're gonna answer it just to have somebody to talk to so you answer <laughs> the phone and it's my roommate and he's like Mark so we were at this event we a bunch of us came back here to our apartment I'm like cool that's fine our apartment had you know was it was a four person apartment it was down close to a city cafe in Tuscaloosa and you know, a good, good location. And, you know, it, it was common for people to just end up at our apartment. So he goes, okay, and this girl that apparently you talked to earlier this evening before you left for work is here? And I remembered who it was. And I thought she was kind of cute. But uh, I said, yeah, okay. She goes, uh, Eric goes, she's in your room now and she's leaving notes all over your stuff. And I'm like, okay, you're going to need to get her out of there. Yeah. And you're going to need to uh, go ahead and just uh, close my, my door. I'll figure out how to get it. I'll figure out how to get in later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need you to go ahead and do that because I don't know what she's leaving in there. And I, I, yeah. I, got, I got home the next day and Eric had taken care of it because he's a good guy. Um, he'd taken care of it. And I, I, I walk into the apartment and it's like a wasteland of like bodies like strewn across the floor and everything. I'm stepping over people and I finally get to my room and I got my way into the room and there were like post-it notes, my post-it notes oh, everywhere, all over. And it's like they're in my drawer, like my sock drawer and, you know, my underwear drawer. And there's like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that I was in your room. Hey, I was like, you know, I went, and I'm like, this is not cute. Who told you this was cute? This is freaky. And I think she realized it after she left all the notes that that was creepy because she never came back. Well, yeah. I think, yeah. I I, I mean, never saw her again. She may have dropped out of school. I don't know. (laughs) The spurned love of Mark Harvard may have forced this woman out, out of school. Or every time you feel like something's watching you, somebody's watching you, that feeling of, am I really alone? <laughs> Don't you speak that evil on me, Stephanie Plum. It's, it's the spooky edition of the Mark Harvard podcast. <laughs> it's October. Yeah. It is October. Here we go. It is, but, but, but we're getting close to Christmas. How's that for a segue, huh? We're getting close to Christmas, though. How we do are... I, Ask me how I know this. You know this because there's something food-related going on. Yep. Okay. So I got excited earlier last week because the winter cranberry flavor of Sprite has hit the shelves, which you know I'm a fan of. You do like that. I've never been big on, like, the special flavors of anything, but you do like the – well, except for Oreos. You know I'll try any new new flavor Oreos. Well, you're human. But – Okay, so but, one, one of my favorite wintertime treats is the Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. I will mm-hmm. eat those, you know, no matter what diet I'm on. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I get it, I get this for a month. I'll take the hit. <laughs> I just won't eat the rest of the day because it's like a thousand <laughs> calories. You know, that that's half my 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 calorie intake for the day. I'll have rice Hashtag cakes. Worth it. Worth it. You know. So. They announced it, and it's it's kind of blown up everywhere today. They announced it. Little Debbie is releasing a Christmas tree cake ice cream. What? I know. Available exclusively at Walmart in ice cream form. 
This marks the first time, hopefully not the last, the brand has ventured into the ice cream aisle. It will feature vanilla ice cream, loads of golden cake chunks alongside a swirl of the cake's traditional green sprinkles and red icing. Two fifty a pint. November first is when this thing gets released. Um, yes, please. I will I will happily try some. Absolutely. I mean, come on. Now it's not to like. Ice cream, good. Cake, good. Sprinkles, good. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Uh, but, but the only thing that I'm worried about is part of eating that the, the Christmas tree cake is the shape. There's like the little extra icing uh, that collects in the little ridges of the tree shape and everything like that. It's kind of like how uh, the Christmas version or the Halloween version of Snickers bars is always better than normal. It's There's a chocolate to, to filling ratio that's got to be really on point. And mm-hmm. I don't know how you make a parallel of that in ice cream form. Does that make sense? Am I overthinking this? You may be overthinking it. You might be overthinking it. Just try it. You may like it. If you don't, you still got ice cream. Oh, don't you worry. I'm going to try it. (laughs) That was never in jeopardy. Ever. So, you and I both, we've both been on the record, firmly on the record, as being fans of the superhero genre, correct? Mm-hmm. You know, correct. we got yes. to go to we got to go to Washington and see the launch of the Marvel, uh, the the Marvel Ultimate Universe thing, Universe live. thing, yeah, the live event. Um, we you know we commonly talk about those movies. Uh, we send Jess back and forth. You know, we're, we're we're both firmly fans of the of those types of movies. So there's a new one coming out. Where we've got the Twilight guy. Robert Pattinson. He has a real name. He's going to, not in my brain. Um, (laughs) He's going to play Batman uh, in The Batman, which apparently is supposed to have nothing to do with the Justice League. This is like it's one-off universe thing, right? Okay. I think so. Uh, Because it's not supposed to be in the same universe as like the, the Joker movie. It's really? like, it's, it's, like its own thing. They've got their own Penguin, their own uh, Joker, their own Riddler. This is their own thing. And this is why I prefer Marvel to DC, because whatever. But go Every, ahead. Everything is integrated all together with Marvel stuff. I like that. I do, too. I, they're t- the TV shows, every, they're not really, I mean, they just started talking about the multiverse, but they're not going to, I don't think they're going to overuse it so much. Well, I hope not, because the multiverse makes my head hurt. And we're about to take a deep dive, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they've released a new uh, a new uh, preview for The Batman. And they th- this preview, the big thing with this preview is that it features Robert Pattinson's Batman voice. So I've got it right here. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Let's go for okay, it. Okay, here we go. It's not just a signal. It's a warning. It's not Again? just a signal. It's a warning. Okay. So it's not as growly. No. It's but not internet, as overdone. No. The internet, no. Because it's been very overdone in the past. Yeah. Hashtag Christian Bale. With a lisp. <laughs> People don't yeah. recognize that Christian Bale has a lisp. He does. Every he yeah. does. People don't, Yeah. Not that I'm saying but, he should be scorned for it. I mean that it's it's you know it's it you know it is its own thing, but people like don't realize it until it gets pointed out, and then all of a sudden it's like all you can hear. 
<laughs> and someone pointed out to me, and now it's all I can hear. Yeah. Um, I just don't understand. So the internet went nuts over yeah. this Batman voice. It's fine. Like, I don't know. What's the... Okay. All right. Cool. I Batman think, voice. I think they're just happy that one, it doesn't seem to be over... He's not playing... It doesn't seem to be playing a character. Right. Well, well, well I mean, he doesn't. He, he's an actor he, playing a character in a movie, but he doesn't. It doesn't seem like Bruce Wayne is playing a monster character. You know. Yeah. Well, the thing people people I mean people overlook him because his breakout role was was sparkly vampire, but sure. he's not a he's not a bad actor. No, he wasn't. He wasn't given great material with the Twilight. Well, movies, no, but, no, no. Even he says but, that. But he's not a bad, he's not, he's, he's not. not like an over the top bad actor. And so I don't, but I don't. No, he think- was good. There was a movie he was in with Tom Holland about two or three years ago where he played like a Southern preacher. And he was like, the, the thing, he was, he was a bad apple and he was like hitting on teenage girls in his congregation. And, you know, Tom Holland's character ended up like regulating. But, um, but he was good in that role. Like you believed, you I mean, I mean, you wanted to, you know, he was a bad guy and you knew he was a bad guy. No. So he's got he's, some he's got some acting chops. I'll give him that. Yeah. No. But I just don't know that I I don't know. I'm I'm still the jury's still out on me on this to be honest with you. I just I don't know that this is going to be I've got DC has hurt me so many times at this point. <laughs> I've given up. I haven't seen a single Justice League movie. I haven't seen. I have not seen a Batman movie since Dark Knight Rises. That's my last. That was my last venture into DC. We sat down and watched the Snyder Cut, and it was way better than what they released into the theaters. Oh, check that! I'm sorry. I will walk that back. I did. I have seen the Wonder Woman movies, and mm-hmm. obviously, the first, first Wonder Woman first one's better, better than yeah, much better than Wonder Woman 1984. But Se- second one was not great. But yeah, first Wonder Woman was amazing. Well, sure. Sure, yeah. and and Aquaman was not bad for Aquaman. I I heard I it heard was not bad, but people DC, say that it was surprisingly good. DC is just horribly inconsistent, and they don't mm-hmm. know how to carry a tone. Uh, Marvel, there's just you know what you're going to get with a Marvel movie, even with the even with the ones that where you don't know anything about the characters. When it's not when it's not a Thor or a Captain America, when it's Shang Chi, I haven't even seen this one yet, but um, or when it's Ant Man, it's done really. It has. It's done really well. well. Um, but Ant Man, I thought Ant Man was fantastic. I loved Ant Man, and that was a character that watched, no one knew anything about. I watched Ant Man on the way home from on the flight home from Italy when mm. I went to Italy five years ago. Mm. I watched so many movies on the way there and back. <laughs> I didn't sleep because I never, I never, I don't get to watch. I, you go to move, you go to the movie theaters all the time. That's your and Jenny's thing, mm-hmm. yeah. and I never, I never go to the movies. And I'll watch them, you know, as they like, I have to watch movies when they come on TV. Seriously, the last movies I've seen in the last 10 years have been Marvel movies because I'll go with my dad or Fast and the Furious movies. Those are the only movies I've seen in movie theaters for the last 10 years. But I caught up on so many movies on those flights. I did not sleep. I did not sleep on either flight because I was like, (laughs) this is my last chance. I've got so many movies that I can watch here at my disposal. So I watched a bunch and one of them was Ant-Man. But, we and, saw Ant Man on our honeymoon, um, <laughs> on the ship. On the, we were on a cruise, and one night there was just it was one of those days and evenings when you were you, you were in between ports, 
and mm-hmm. it was just a horrendous storm had come through, and we had gotten to the other side of the storm, so it had stopped raining, but everything was wet. And so everybody mm-hmm. had just basically con- just decided, okay, for the evening, we're going to be inside. And they showed Ant-Man on the top deck, like overlooking the pool. And Jenny and I just got two of the pool chairs and put them beside each other. And we had the entire top of the ship, of the cruise ship, to ourselves with like the unlimited ice cream machine and, nice. and Ant-Man. <laughs> and it was a fantastic evening. <laughs> I, I have, I can, I, uh, that sounds like a great evening. Uh-huh. I w- I should add to the Mark Harvard date package. You know, you should. Don't do that for a first date, though. That's a bit extreme. We're well, gonna go on a cruise. Well, well, I'm married, so I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah, six well, years on Sunday. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Happy anniversary, early. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to just kind of show up at your door and reenact what what I sang at your wedding? Oh, the Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'll do it. You, you you should do that. <laughs> that sounds great and not doorbell rings at, at dinner time oh, at anniversary gosh. dinner time because i'm supposed to be cooking that night Hi, uh, it's me you're just gonna want me to cook <laughs> you're gonna want dinner that night make dinner for three Yay! <laughs> well okay so that's the show for this <laughs> i think we should probably end it there um probably. that's the show <laughs> For uh for this week, uh hey um you're gonna be back. You and I have talked a little bit, bit and I don't I, I I hope it's okay to mention this. You you're gonna be in like about once a month now from now on, right? Yeah, unless you've changed your mind after how well tonight went. <laughs> we we were a little scattered tonight, but you know what? It's okay because on a, on in a time when we have news that is just beating you down left and right, it's okay to be a little flighty every once in a while, and I think that's okay. Right. I think that's okay. So, um, yeah, if you wanna if you wanna uh, comment on anything we talked about tonight, or just tell us to just please focus, uh, jump on on Facebook, <laughs> on Instagram. You can find the Mark Harvard podcast there. Also, don't forget go by and leave, a, leave us a review um, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. That's so helpful. So if you would do that. That'd be fantastic. All right. I will see you guys next time. Thanks again to Stephanie Plum for hanging out with us. And uh, I'll be back. It's the Mark Harvard Podcast. And I'm out. The Mark Harvard Podcast.